today on the occasion of my birthday, all of you, the monastics, laymen and women, are intent to show your respect and mudita, your appreciative joy. This Pali word, mudita, translates as tenderness. It is the mind that has tenderness. This is also one of the meditation objects within the Brahma Viharas, the four divine abidings. Developing this mind of mudita is very difficult to develop in meditation. This is because it is the nature of the mind to have regular thoughts of envy, ill will and harm. When we have delusion in the mind, then we have this feeling of me and mine, and then there is no acknowledgement of the goodness of others. But with the mind of mudita, or appreciative joy, we train in the acknowledging of the goodness of the great teachers and also towards our friends that are practicing Dhamma together. When it's their birthday, we rejoice and show our appreciative joy with our monk and novice friends that have ordained in the Buddha Sasana. For a person to renounce the world and come to practice following the teachings of the Buddha is something difficult to do. And for the laity as well, when it comes time to our friends' birthdays, you show your joy and good wishes, and this is how we express our mind of mudita. When this is someone that we love and respect, then it's easy to show mudita. But when we train our mind to have more strength, then when we see an individual that has goodness, we rejoice with them. We see them making merit and giving alms or doing acts of goodness and then we train our mind to anumodana, to rejoice and have mudita as well. We rejoice with them in the success of their determination to build barami, their spiritual merit. And everyone, the monks and laity, all have the one mind that has homage to the Buddha, Dhamma, Sangha and especially to our great teacher, the Venerable Ajahn Chah, who we hold as the highest in the Sangha. He built his monastery, Wat Nong Pa Pong, since 1954. And when I was there, there were 60 monks, and some years even 70 monks. And when it was Ajahn Chah's birthday, many monks would come to show their respect, and they would teach Dhamma to the laity, to tell them how the Dhamma practice was back in the early days. So when it came to this time, the monks and laity would come together with great respect and it was really impressive to see. Each individual's mind has the underlying want to have happiness and not wanting suffering. They want to have knowing and understanding. They want sila, want to have and train in samadhi, they want to develop the wisdom to see and know clearly in the Dhamma that one ought to see and know. This is the tradition of the noble ones that the Kruba Ajans, the great teachers, had trained in and had taught and instructed us in. They have passed on these traditions until the present era, and we are joyous that the disciples of Venerable Ajahn Chah have harmony and unity as one. Whether one lives near or far away, 
within Thailand or overseas. If one has the opportunity and does not have obligations, then one is intent to come and show one's respect and reverence. And this expression of respect brings good results to one's mind. This is establishing a foundation for one's Dhamma practice. It maintains traditions and it makes our Dhamma practice have prosperity and growth. It is also spreading the Buddha's teachings within Thailand and overseas so that it is firm and strong. And this is also a refuge for the faith of all the laity. They have faith in the Buddha, Sasana, and faith in the monastic training and practices of Venerable Ajahn Chah. Actually, back then I would call Ajahn Chah Lung Po, which means Venerable Father. Later on, as Ajahn Liam, the current abbot of Ajahn Chah's monastery, got older, they started calling him Lung Po, and so we changed to call Ajahn Chah Lung Po, which means Venerable Grandfather. It was quite difficult to adjust to this change in name because we were so used to the warmth that we felt from calling Ajahn Chah our Venerable Father. But this familiarity has attachment in it. It is natural that when Ajahn Chah became older and his disciples became called Venerable Fathers themselves, that we call Ajahn Chah Venerable Grandfather. Later on, we end up getting used to it. So we can recognize that whatever has the nature to change, even when they are things that we are familiar with, it feels like we have to go against the natural tendencies of the mind to accept that change. This is the same way with the sankharas, the compounded and conditioned phenomena that we know as being me and mine. One day we teach the mind that the sankharas are not me or mine, and it's hard to change this feeling and to relinquish it from the mind. But the Buddha taught that no matter how hard it is, that we must be determined to practice and develop the mind. We train in developing mindfulness and samadhi until it is good and firm, and then we are able to gain wisdom. But we also have to make merit and develop goodness. The monks have to do the duties of the monks, like going to morning and evening chanting, and cleaning and looking after all the monastic buildings. These are what the great teachers advised us to do. And when the monastery and surroundings are clean and usable, then when the public come, they praise this cleanliness. This is then merit and goodness already, which arises in the mind. The mind is pure and faith arises. The faith that was there already grows, and the faith that hasn't arisen arises. And it is important that the monks strongly maintain the monastic practices and duties not just on the outside, but on the inside as well. The monks must keep good vinaya, the monks' rules, maintain sense restraint, and contemplate on their use of the four basic requisites, the robes, arms, food, shelter and medicines. And these days, it's not like the old days back in Wat Nongpapong. Back then, we didn't have much in the way of requisites, just enough to get by. But it didn't feel lacking. 
because the most important thing was the desire to train in the Dhamma, even if the four requisites were few. But the Dhamma teachings that the great teacher gave us was really magnificent and deep. It was the food for the heart. This wasn't lacking. And what is important is this food for the heart. These days, in the monasteries and branches of Wat Nong there is an abundance of the four requisites. But the abbot of these monasteries must practice to have a lot of Dhamma in their heart. They must keep the regular practices and observances of the monks well, and they must train to have mindfulness, keep good vinaya, have samadhi, this firmness of mind, and have wisdom. This is the goal for all of us that are determined to see and know the Dhamma. This is also so that the abbot of the monastery can lead all the resident monks with harmony. The abbot needs to have self-sacrifice and have the four Brahmaviharas of metta, karuna, mudita, upeka, loving-kindness, compassion, appreciative joy and equanimity. And the resident monks in the monastery must also help out and have respect for their seniors, keep the rules and vinaya well, and fulfill their duties to their teacher and preceptor. This they have to maintain and do well. So today, all of you have come here, and this shows that you all follow good behaviours and discipline, and have respect and reverence. Even if we haven't met for a long time, or usually we live far away from each other, but when it comes to this day and this opportunity, then it's a time where we think of each other and the goodness that we have towards each other and we gather together today. May I express my appreciation in all your good intentions. Some of the laity have come here from near and far. Some have had to go back already because they've had obligations to attend to. And there are those that weren't able to come that have sent their good wishes that I may have good health and strength. And for you that have come here, you have similar good wishes. By the power of the Barami, of the Buddha, Dhamma, Sangha, may all the goodness and determination of the monks and laity be the cause for you all to see and know the Dhamma and to meet with happiness, success and prosperity underneath the shade of the Buddha Sasana. May all the laity have happiness and progress in their Dhamma practice and meditation. May you all be established in goodness, in sila, samadhi, banya, and have prosperity in all your work and duties. May you meet with success in your families. May you all grow in blessings. <laughs>